You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We're efforting Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald as we speak here. Um, there are attempts. Yeah, we'll, we'll attempt. Uh, got his voicemail a couple times, but that's fine. Text him this morning, so whatever happens, happens. We'll be all good. Um, once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show today. Um, good good discussion football-wise in the first segment. Um, that, that would be interesting stuff. I I'm I'm curious to see kind of how it plays out because and also I, I mean let's be real who starts and who finishes the game because I think those could be two different stories um, or two different guys as well on, on Saturday against mm-hmm. Michigan because if I had to, if I was a betting man had to put my money on one guy that was starting it would be Chubba Purdy I do not think Chubba Purdy finishes that game and I also believe. That Chuba might, and, and and this might be Mickey Joseph's doing mm-hmm. and decision. I do not think Chuba Purdy has a very long leash on Saturday. I have this strange, weird feeling that Logan Smothers actually starts the game. Really, and that you know, depending on how things go during the game, and and if Logan finds success, albeit maybe very little against a very mm-hmm. talented Michigan defense, that Chuba Purdy. You you see Chubba Purdy in certain situations, but I th- I don't know why I have this feeling Logan Smothers gets a, a bulk of the snaps. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. We're joined by Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald. Jimmy, I, I know we're going to talk Husker hoops, but um, I, obviously you pay attention to Husker football a little bit. Who gets the start for Nebraska on Saturday? I should hope it's Logan Smothers. I mean, like, how many data points do we mm-hmm. need to? On, on Chubba Purdy before we realized that, you know, maybe he's just not ready yet. You know, like mm-hmm. the head coach came out and told the media on that. I just kept saying this to myself over and over again in the press box. It was kind of crazy. He came out and told that the quarterback can't beat the defense. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's the case, what, like, what more is there to be talked about? Like, can you get a with a quarterback who's in a situation? I'm not saying Chubba Purdy is a lost cause or anything like that. I'm sure he's, you can see, like, I'm sure what we're saying about his off talent and everything is true. And I'm sure maybe he practices by his mother's Mickey hinted that at the podium this week. But in terms of game reps, it is unquestionable that, that Logan Smothers looks better running that offense than, than Shuffle Purdy does right now. So it's, there's your answer. I think, I think yeah. it's a pretty cut and dry decision. It doesn't seem like they're pushing it that way. I hope that's that, that part gamesmanship because mm-hmm. I would I would be scratching my head if that shove out start the game. Jimmy, Jimmy, I mean, is, are we missing something here, or is it just flat out the the stubbornness uh, and, and unwillingness to to give Logan Smothers a shot? Like, is there is there a deeper meaning that we're all missing, or <laughs> is it just look like from the surface it looks like they're just unwilling to give Logan a, a fair shot here? I do think there's something to. Uh, practice performance. Mickey, gotcha. Mickey had a podium like that. Um, he wants Logan to, to be more consistent practice performer. He called him a gamer, mm-hmm. which which can be a good thing, right? It's like, oh, he's such a gamer. He rises to the occasion. 
but that could also mean he's sailing balls over Deuce head in practice. So there's there's probably some of that going on. And I don't think you can understate the relationship that Mark Whipple has with with Purdy. I mean, he, he sees I think he's he sees something he has seen things in Purdy that he just haven't. I and mean, he was recruiting him before he even got here. He was trying to recruit him to Pitt uh, out, out of high school and now he's <laughs> and he's kind of Whipple's hand-picked transfer at, at Nebraska. So that, I mean, I think offensive coordinators like working with quarterbacks that they know and are comfortable with. Um, probably some of that, too. And, and again, I, I believe them when they say that the ball looks better coming out of Chubba's arm than it does with Logan. I mean, we've seen when, when last, last year when Smothers had to be a drop-back passer against I, it didn't go well. I understand that there's some limitations there. It's just that we, we've the point where we've seen what Purdy can do now, and it's not that. Yeah. We're, we're joined by Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald. All right, let's make the transition to, to basketball as the Huskers host Omaha tonight. Um, they, they're coming in off of a win, obviously, in their first game yeah. against Maine. Sam Greasel had himself a pretty good night, uh, 22 points, nine boards um, in, in 37 minutes. Has Nebraska finally found a, a true point guard? I think they've found a steadying presence. I mean, okay. Sam is, is honestly, in many ways, a, a very unconventional point guard. He's 6'7", which is a good thing. It's mm-hmm. a good unconventional trait to have in a point guard, but that's not a normal trait for a point guard to have. He started playing point guard, like, I think, after his ju- during his junior year at, at North Dakota State, so he's kind of uh, new to it, but in terms of what, the, what he embodies, the traits that he has, the way he leads the team, the way he um, – it's, it's a cliche in basketball. He said it after the game to let the game come to you. But mm-hmm. when you score four points in the first half and 18 in the second half, it's kind of the definition <laughs> of letting the game come to you. He's not forcing anything. All the guys seem to like him. He's a, he's a rallying presence. You know, Derek Walker, I know he's, we're not probably not going to see him again tonight, but he – he, he was that big time media day, just fawning over Griezel's ability to, you know, always say the right thing if they were having trouble in the huddle or having trouble at practice and then needed to be to be huddled up, stuff like that. That's that's certainly a presence. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I was holding the door open for somebody. I'm at a I'm at a lunch right now, but um, <laughs> he is he embodies a lot of of what you're talking about when you're talking about a true point guard, and that I do think is something that under Hoiberg, that program has been missing. Mm-hmm. Now, Jimmy, like you just said, we're more than likely not going to see Derek Walker again tonight. We don't know how long it's going to be before we get him, get to see him back in a, in a Husker basketball uniform. But without him, which one of the bigs are you looking at to, to take that step and, and, and become that, that presence in the middle? Well, I think you saw Nebraska wanted that to be Blaze Keita, um, in the in the opener, they gave him a chance to start. They gave him a chance to start against Colorado. He is like, in terms of body frame and in physicality, he's probably the guy that you would you would want to fill the a lot of the roles that that Derek can fill. It sounds to me though, you saw it a little bit in the second half of Maine. I think it's probably going to be more Wilhelm Breidenbach. Um, he's very skilled. He can they can. It's a different kind of defensive presence. He's uh, a little bit quicker. He doesn't have the same girth uh, to him that Liz does, but he he's a smart defender. He's athletic. He can 
he can move around. He can, you can, they went to the, when man turned to hit all those threes, them, um, some off takeoff, they went to Wilhelm and they went to more of a, a switching kind of defense and that, that helped slow that down. And he's just been the most productive of the three. I don't think, I'm not sure Oleg Kalyanets is ready for that size mm-hmm. of role yet. And I think Blaze, um, they, they tend to stay in college basketball that, that junior college guys need a semester or even sometimes a year to get their, their feet wet the Division One game. So I think a little bit of that would say is Wilhelm is the most ready to go. Man. I mean, they'll need a little bit of all three of them, but it'll be it'll Wilhelm. And even, I think, Juwan Gary playing five, too. We're, we're speaking with the Omaha World Herald's Jimmy Watkins previewing the Husker Hoops game against uh, Omaha tonight. As as Nebraska goes forward and the, the situation re- revolving around Derek Walker is still uncertain to a, to a lot of us, I mean, how much of a hit is that to this to this program, setting them up as we go forward? And, and especially if, if we're still talking the Big Ten conference slate is beginning and, and Derek Walker is still inactive. I mean, how big of a hit is that in terms of experience, size, depth? I mean, how, how worried should Husker fans be that, that Nebraska has to go a substantial amount of time without Derek Walker? Yeah, I mean, especially when you get some of those Big Ten behemoths coming through, you know, mm-hmm. like your Hunter Dickinson's. Your Zach Eady, um, Grace Jackson, Davis's. Derek is overmatched size-wise against those guys, but at least he's he's seen them before. He knows what to yeah. expect when he plays against those guys. I mean, if you're asking guys like Wilhelm and, and Blaze and, and Oleg to, to go against those guys, that's just it's a it's a lot to ask of those guys, and not not to mention what Derek brings intangibly. Like he's He's not um, the same kind of rah-rah guy that Griesel is, but he's just a steadying presence. A lot of the young guys who have come through the program this year and last have talked about how he helps them, how much he's helped them get adjusted um, to like just college life and then playing Division One basketball. He can still do those things around the program, even though he's not playing. But it's, it's it feels like to me that he's like a, he's sort of a, a nice comfort blanket for some of those guys out there. So it's a big deal. I mean, if you don't have that out there, you're kind of you're kind of grasping at grasping at straws um, for that for that same presence. Sam helps a lot in that regard, but it, it helps to have two guys, two voices out there like that. And Derek is is a unique voice because he's one that's been here the entire time. He can speak from experience about playing with Fred, um, about playing in Nebraska, about playing in the Big Ten, and that's something that while Nebraska did a good job. Um, building culture through the transfer portal in the offseason with guys like Vandemel and Greenfield and Joe Gary, they can't say the same thing. So, huge loss if he's not around by the Big Ten play. I don't know what, whether that'll be the case or not, but we have to start thinking about like that at this point. Jimmy, last one before we let you go. We're talking to Jimmy Watkins of, of the Omaha World Herald. How much do we read into these? these games early on in the season where lower level opponents are staying with some of the top tier opponents because, and I ask that because I've heard a lot of people say now Omaha's coming in here, obviously, and Nebraska needs wins everywhere. They can get them every opportunity they get. They need to try to squeak out a win. And, and you hear the, the Omaha stuck with, um, with Kansas on the road, and you had St. Thomas, the Tommies, sticking with Creighton on the road for a while, and and Sam Houston beats Oklahoma. Arkansas Pine Bluff lost to TCU by one on the road. How much do you take stock in that? In in saying you know when then you see Nebraska as a seventeen and a half point favorite against Omaha, how much do you really put stock into Omaha stay hand, hanging with Kansas for a while? I 
tend to think that as a mid-major, you get maybe one or two of those kind of games mm-hmm. where you hang in there. A few things break right for you against the big, the big dogs. But most of the time, like we want, everyone wants to point and like, oh my God, look at you and oh my God, look at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Arkansas Pine Bluff on the Nebraska schedule. Are yeah. they in trouble? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not, man. Like these are still Big Ten athletes against Summit League athletes, and I think Rush has some has some sneak gems that he's found. But that's still a really new team, still a really inexperienced team, and I think we get caught up in looking at again, you know. Arkansas, Bluff, St. Thomas, etc. 97% of the time, these are point games. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would think that I understand Nebraska lost a, has lost a bye game every year under Holford. I understand that this program taking any wins for, like, you can just think you can do with the, the team they have right now. This is a that has to win on, on effort and intensity and all the other coaching cliches that actually do matter. But it's still like it's probably going to be. It probably is going to be ten, fifteen points. Like, mm-hmm. It's probably going to be okay. That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. How how big of a how great of a hire and a fit was Chris Crutchfield going back to to Omaha? I mean, he, he's a guy that played there. Yeah. He was he was an Oregon assistant coach last season. And how great of a fit is that for Crutchfield going back to Omaha? I mean, frankly, I'm not sure that they they could get a guy of his caliber if he wasn't an alum. Mm-hmm. This is a dude who he recruited Trey Young, like he recruited Trey Young. He recruited Buddy Heald. He discovered yeah. Buddy Heald on like a a dusty. He was going. I wrote a profile of Crush in the spring, and he was telling me in his office that he found Buddy Heald on in, playing on a dusty basketball court. Like Buddy's hair was almost orange because it was so dusty. Jeez. He went to a showcase looking for other recruits, and he just stumbled into Buddy. And you know who else he's telling those stories to? Recruits. You know who those recruits want to be? It'll be Buddy Hill. They want to be Trey Young. So that is just you cannot you cannot overstate how um, valuable that kind of experience is and those kind of reference points are. And you have every Division One basketball recruit, even in the Summit League, they all think they're going to the league, right? Well, here's a guy that that, can act, that has actually helped people get. I don't know how many uh, major coaches can say that. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to take time for that program to get off the ground, but home run higher in my opinion yeah all right jimmy hey appreciate the time as always we will uh talk to you down the road and uh hope you enjoy uh, hope you enjoy the uh the nebraska omaha game tonight i hope we all enjoy it i appreciate you Nick. yep no problem that is jimmy watkins of the omaha world herald appreciate him joining us um, apologize for the audio a little bit he sounded like he might have been in like a wind tunnel a know. couple a couple times there <laughs> um but yeah no that's a home run hire chris crutchfield going going back to to omaha to, if, to he wasn't, if he wasn't if he wasn't alumni he's not yeah, going, he's not going back you're not you're so, not hiring him but he was he was the top assistant for for dana altman's squad at oregon last year so hopefully that uh, ends up better than the last nebraska team that tried that there you go all right uh that'll do it we will uh, get to our final timeout. When we come back, we'll be joined by Strick and Nate for the crossover um, here on the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.